Hey guys, welcome to One Serene Podcast. This is a new episode, and my name is Raga. You want to introduce yourself, Nithin? Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Nithin Kumran, and I'm one of the hosts for the Serene Podcast. Uh, Samrat, do you want to go introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Samrat Zagade. And, uh, welcome to the Surian Podcast. Yeah. And so today's topic is going to be um, a bit more of a serious and current topic, and that is racism towards Asians. And a major question might be, if we're a South Asian-oriented organization, then why should we be talking about causes like these? And that's because regardless of who violence is being directed at, violence itself is always wrong. And we need to do the most we can to stop racism and anti-race hate crimes, wherever they might be and whoever they might be targeted at. And that's kind of why we think this topic is really important to focus on, especially in these times. So Nathan, you wanna start off? Yeah. Um... Yeah, during these uh, trying times, uh, there's been a lot of uh, uh, hate against Asians. Um, this is because of the coronavirus. Uh, the Chinese people especially got a lot of hate because the virus was from China. And because of that, there have been many hate crimes against them uh, since the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, they, most Asians are being viewed as perpetual foreigners and this is not good at all. Um, yeah. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And these hate crimes, a lot of them, they're a result of pretty much ignorance of what's going on in other cultures and grouping together people that are viewed as foreign, grouping just them together as outsiders and just going after them as a way to um, misdirect from the actual problem, which is of course, beating the pandemic, which the whole world is focusing on and should be focusing on. And racism and all these other things, they're just major, major distractions and they take a big toll on life and just society in general. It just, every time someone who is of, Asian descent has to walk in the streets. Now they have to always think about their own safety and they have to always be scared of what if another hate crime gets committed? What if it's my daughter? What if it's my son? What if it's my grandparents? Especially with a lot of the attacks being directed as senior citizens, a lot of people are scared to even go get groceries or like normal things that you would do every day, but now they're scared to do those. So um, today, we want to talk about why these things are happening and how exactly we can solve them. So, Samra, you want to go into a little bit about why this is happening? I think it's happening because many people are losing their jobs because of the coronavirus. And, like, the virus, it did come from China. And although it wasn't, the Chi- it wasn't necessarily the Chinese people's fault, Many people are attacking a lot of Asians just to sort of maybe let out their anger that like because of the yeah yeah that's that's, that's right yeah yeah I agree and with you. it's really 
it's really disappointing because a lot of people are losing their lives because of this. And that anger shouldn't be directed at other people. It should be, okay, first of all, there shouldn't be anger in the first place, of course. But even if you have anger, you should be able to control it and not lash it out on other individuals that are going through the same thing as you. And another major thing that actually um, perpetuates this and further like emboldens this mindset is the model minority myth. And we actually talked about it um, a little in a past episode. And was actually in that episode. And what the model minority myth actually does is it kind of like strips away the struggles and all the hardships of the Asian American narrative. And a lot of the struggles that they went through, like a lot of anti-Asian laws have been implemented throughout American history, but all of these have been pretty much erased by the model minority myth. And it depicts all Asians as just these perfect individuals that were just born with amazing capabilities. And that is just simply not the case. And so a lot of times what happens is people who might be going through tough times, they might target that anger at Asian Americans, assuming that, um, why are we having problems? And why aren't they having problems? Like, why are we the only ones having problems? And they're, they are these perfect, wonderful people that never have any problems, always have jobs, always have money, skills, trades, all those things. And that's just not true. And that's one of the other big dangers of the model minority myth. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And one person of the model minority myth is the assumption that Asians are better off or socially uh, non-empathically, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, are just better off than other, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> other people, especially Black people who usually struggle. I'm not saying all Black people struggle. If you look at it, a lot of people do. From a large, from a vast perspective, due to um, a lot of societal um, differences and suppression, a lot of these things play into why certain communities are um, actually more educated. Because if you look at Asian Americans, a lot of them only came to the U.S. because of their high skill level. Whereas if you look at um, African Americans, a lot of them have been... Um, systemically suppressed for many um, decades and centuries, which also leads into societal differences, societal inequality. But yeah, that actually really well ties into the modern minority. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, but like the myth, like completely leaves out the that Asians like came here. Uh, it it took a long time for them to ca- uh, come to America, and it was very tough for them to come. And usually the people who are actually better off are the second generation of Asians that came here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like the, that's where the hate is being focused at, honestly. Um, yeah, the second generation is getting a lot of hate, but also if you look at a lot of the devastating shootings that actually happened last week that killed six Asian women, those were shootings that were targeted at the younger, or you could say middle-aged Asian population. But as you go further and further, a lot of the passive acts of aggression that aren't really taken seriously are the ones in which senior citizens are spit on or they're yelled at or they're pushed to the ground and killed, which actually happened with um, a lot of people, especially the Vietnamese immigrant, uh, Mr. Vicha Phan 
apologies for um, pronunciations. However, that was, these attacks are really devastating in a lot of cases. And people are afraid to even send out their, like, as I said before, to just get groceries, all these everyday things, they're just, these attacks are becoming so normalized that these aggressions aren't really taken seriously. Uh, yeah, whatever you said was true. And and a sad part of it is like a sad thing that I found out is that popular news outlets tend to dismiss these racist attacks towards Asians, which is linked to the lack of public knowledge and about the jeopardization of the Asian population. And I just think that's really bad because they a lot of news uh, did about uh, uh, black oppression, but they don't seem to value the agents as high, you per se. Mm -hmm. And I can agree with that because they don't give that much importance to like Asian aggressions because they believe again with the model minority myth and saying that whole complex of Asians being fundamentally higher and automatically economically sufficient, all those um, different aspects that kind of contributes to why there's not being media coverage of microaggressions. And even if you look on major, major news outlets, like if you look a few years ago on Fox News, there used to be this show, I believe, The O'Reilly Factor. And they were talking about um, the 2016 presidential um, race, of course. And they actually went to Chinatown. And while the interviewer was asking questions, um, Fox News, actually, they edited the clips. They were interviewing... Um, Asian senior citizens who actually couldn't understand the language that well, English, that is. But um, as they were playing it, as they were taking the recording, these this was in Chinatown, right? But they were editing in clips of random Chinese movies. And they were actually like movies that didn't had nothing to do with Chinatown. So just, they actually edited clips of The Karate Kid. If you know that... Um, very uh, prominent scene where he goes, well done, Daniel son. They edited that in and they edited so many other just generalized Asian clips in there for the sole purpose of humor. And that's just like, it really hit me like how normalized this is. Just like going up and saying, like really microaggressions, you know, right? On the street, if you say, yo, ching chong, a lot of people actually say this stuff. You might giggle or laugh when you hear that, but these things are actually happening and you can't just brush it off because these things build up. It leads up to the violence that we saw last week. Yeah, and these traditional racial slurs and xenophobic attacks against Asians have become so normalized that it almost seems accepted into societal and cultural norms. Um, not only Asians being attacked, but elderly Asian people have red targets mounted on their back. Um, the surge of onslaughts just proves how lack of media coverage could steer an audience in a non-racist direction. Mm -hmm. If there was just like media coverage, then this could easily be averted because if you look how much um, Asian, when we say Asian, specifically we're talking about East Asian, right? And that's another thing. Um, Asians are often grouped into this large monolith, right? And they're just calling Asians as they just group everyone together, right? 
And when they say that, they usually mean people of East Asian descent, but they don't focus usually on West Asia, South Asia, or all these other regions that do exist, but they're just being grouped together as just East Asians represent the whole term of Asian itself, right? Even if we take that definition, which is, of course, fundamentally wrong because we have to look at all the different aspects that are there of Asia, right? Because there are so many regions in it. It's not just what Chinese take out, right? It's not just martial arts. There's so much in it. There's India, there's Pakistan, there's Saudi Arabia, there's Russia, there's Kyrgyzstan, there's Uzbekistan, all of these countries. And they aren't traditionally grouped as Asian, right? Yeah. yeah and exactly it's just this grouping, it's it really hurts the community, right? Because it really does. if you can't even understand where people are coming from or where their origin is, then you can't understand how do we not be racist to them? How do we not perpetuate more and go further into stereotypes and racial slurs, right? Especially if you look at how much um, East Asian culture has actually been incorporated into America, right? Because if you look at a lot of like popular culture, a lot of it came from China, like all these martial arts movies, food, culture, dress, style, a lot of it actually came from China, even in language. Like a lot of English phrases are actually from East Asian countries such as China. Like if you go and you say long time no see, that's a Chinese phrase from Haojo Puchen. All of these things, they're from East Asia, but whenever they're actually being attacked, whenever East Asians living in America are being attacked, then people aren't standing up for them. And people are just ignoring the violence. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And because people think that Asian Americans are inherently faulty and successful, it seems that they're immune to racism and discrimination because they, they, they're just successful. And I guess some people just get jealous. That I'm not saying there's anything wrong with getting jealous. It just seems that you see, you tend to forget that Asians are people too. And yeah, I completely agree with that. Because if you look at it from a broad perspective, we're just humans. Everyone is human, right? We can't just go around hurting people just because they're of a different race or you believe their supposed country of origin which first of all you don't know for sure unless you ask them okay so first you assume their country of origin on top of that you assume that they're the reason that a global pandemic existed like just it's unreasonable and it's unethical to attack a person and in many cases kill them just for that right and if you look at all the attacks the only ones that are really reported a lot are the ones that are getting killed right but before that, there's so many other things. There's pressure, there's threats, there's all of these things. These aspects aren't getting reported, okay? And we're looking at, we're looking at it as just a big thing that even the deaths are being reported, right? So this is like a big, big hole. A lot of people are getting attacks. They're being pressured. 
and all of these aggressions they're just they need to stop and us as a south asian community we need to do everything that we can to support friends that are asian to support organizations that help stop asian hate and organizations that enable education to stop the community from spreading this violence and these really aggressive stereotypes We have to end this soon. We just say some last words. Any last words, Nathan? Uh, no. I think you've summed up the point very well. Uh, I completely agree with whatever you were saying. I totally, I totally believe that Asians are being inherently oppressed, and we should really stop uh, Asian hate uh, as a whole. I really think yeah, we need a cold, hard solution to all of this. Because it's really going way too far, way too far. And us as South Asians, we need to do everything we can to stop Asian violence once and for all. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be signing off right now. Uh, yeah, just want to say thank you. But yeah, just want to say thank you for listening. And uh, please do whatever you can to help stop Asian hate. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. My name is Sham, and I'm also a member of OneSurim. And here are some organizations working to stop Asian hate, and that hopefully you can also support. The Asian American Legal Defense and Education Fund, Asian Americans Advancing Justice, Hate is a Virus, AAPI Women Lead, Stop AAPI Hate, AAPI Community Fund, National Organization of Asians and Pacific Islanders Ending Sexual Violence, Asian Mental Health Collective, and Asian Hall of Fame. Some ways you can help include sharing our posts like the ones we once Syrian have made that which contain resources and information about the situation. Share safety tips from Stop AAPI Hate. Share to stay safe from a hate booklet by the Asian American Federation. Follow Asian news and Asian voices. Mental health resources include the Call HOPE Emotional Support Hotline, the Asian Mental Health Collective, and others. And importantly, please check in and support your Asian peers and friends. We need you to all use our voices and you uplift and amplify the Asian community so that we can all stop this hate together.